Welcome to the Feminine Agenda Podcast. My name is Allison Walters. And I am Sarasada. And we are clinically certified mindset, relationship, and lifestyle expert, feminine energy influencers, and multiple six-figure entrepreneurs. If you're interested in mastering the flow of feminine energy, improving your mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical health, and unlocking divine bliss and joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. The purpose of this podcast is for women to integrate, heal, and align themselves so they can fully unleash the wild feminine inside and manifest immediate results in relationships, finance, health, and happiness. Let us provide you with the inspiration, motivation, actionable tools, and techniques to produce the results that you've been yearning for your whole life. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We promise the message that follow will leave you feeling unleashed, excited, and joyful. Okay, we got to... Okay. Okay. So, Allison. So, where have we been? Where have we been all this time? It's been almost five five months. Five months, yeah. It's been a while. I've missed recording podcasts. Yes. Yes, I do miss it too. But really, the reality is we've been through a lot during we've the, been last, busy. <laughs> the last few <Yeah>. months. <laughs> right? So uh, for our listeners, we'd like to provide an explanation. <laughs> Where have we been? So Sarah bought an entire house. Yes. Okay. She bought an entire beautiful house. That's one thing. That is one thing. And it came with its own set of drama. It came with its own set of drama. Um, especially in this market. Especially in this market, yeah. And then the moving was also very exciting. Yes. And then once she was moved in, um, I got to uh, experience the home renovation reality <laughs> through her <laughs> um, renovation nightmares, oh. you know, You'd think that, like, putting a countertop in would be something done with great precision. Sometimes not, you know? Um, That was exciting. And then she also, on top of that, prepared for and taught an entire 14-day master practitioner course for NLP, neurolinguistic programming, and hypnosis. Yeah. And she did all of that throughout this last five months and much, much more. And seeing my clients in private practice. Exactly. And still making time for my husband, my home. And taking care of Biggie the dog. Oh, yeah. Now I have a dog. Yes. Oh, yeah. She got a dog as well. There you go. Just add another one on there. <laughs> <laughs> and you've been busy as well, Allison. Yes. Yeah. Allison is now TikTok famous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have 11,000 followers yeah. on TikTok. And you've been busy with your clients mm-hmm. that you get on TikToks and people reaching more and more out to you mm-hmm. because you're just like so good at what you do now. <laughs> it's like, yes, mm-hmm. right? Like this social media expert that you are, Thank which you. is something I like really cherish about you. Yeah. And, you know, you've been helping me on top of that mm-hmm. with building my closet. Oh, yes. That's part of the home renovations yeah, Allison literally built me five closets. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like three thousand dollar closet each closet. She did that for me for a thousand bucks. I I cannot, 
even be much more grateful. All we had to do was pay for materials. <laughs> I know. And then it was like, how long did it take us? Three days? Yeah. Three days. Three days. Five closets in three days. That's pretty good. Man. If this feminine agenda thing doesn't work out, we'll just put on hard hats and And go build into the closets. closet business. Yeah. <laughs> Feminine agenda closet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, it really does pay off to have a friend like you that just knows how to use tools. Very <laughs> handy. Yeah, it's that four-year degree from UCLA coming in handy. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am, I'm like, how do you use this tool? <laughs> Now since I let me show you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then, you know, after Allison's done, she goes home, get dressed, and then she's off to something new. But the best part was that, um, you know, I would be trying to get a giant nail out of the wall, and I'd be working at it for, like, five minutes, and I'd be like, and Sarah would be watching me, and I'd be like, okay, please help me. And she'd just come over, it's out. Like, <laughs> yeah, my jeans, you they got the so strap. Like the Xena. I've got little noodle arms in your life. <laughs> so you lifted an entire board, took, taking out like six nails at once. That was yeah. amazing. So we make a great team in all, really all sorts of capacities. Yeah. And on top of that, Allison, um, with you being busy with your clients in private practice, um, engineering, mm -hmm. and, you know, doing social media on TikTok, not on, on top of that, You started dating again. I did. That's been very fun. Yes, yeah. yes. And Allison is now dating with her feminine essence, which is a whole game changer. Yeah. On future podcasts, we have to use some of those stories. We have lots to tell you guys. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be a little bit too soon to share about them now. Yeah, it's a little fresh. It's a little fresh, right? We'll, we'll tease it. We'll tease we'll it. We'll just tease okay. it in this episode, but we're moving on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. But that's really all we've been I also doing. got certified. Oh my God, that's true. Mm -hmm. So I was teaching this 14-day um, NLP certification course. And Allison got certified as a master practitioner of NLP. Yeah. Which have taken your coaching to a whole new level. Yes. And it's just like so, so valuable. Like I can see it and your confidence in your coaching. Yeah. And my clients' results too. Everything happens so quickly now. Yeah. Even quicker than before. Exactly. So. Yeah. That's, that's the importance of being trained as a coach, not just like, oh, I'm a coach, but really be trained in coaching uh, hypnosis and NLP and how it all works. Because yeah. once you really have mastered those skills, it's like you're doing magic mm -hmm. in your session. It's it like a magic like wand, right? Yes, it And does. then your clients get the result. Yep. And they're growing with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so fun. So much has happened in five months. <sighs> a lot has happened and it's been amazing. Uh, just so cool to watch our lives evolve throughout this year. I remember on New Year's we were creating this year. Mm. And I'm pretty sure everything we created has come true. Yes. So far. So Allison and I were on my balcony in my previous place. And it was like midnight. 
um no probably 11 we're like we're gonna watch anthony robbins yeah i'm not your guru we're gonna get On pumped Netflix. up for the year yeah and we watched that and then we were so pumped up i'm like mm-hmm. allison the stars are out let's go on the trampoline and jump and just create our years and we started declaring thing i declare this is gonna happen this that yeah. i'm buying a house mm-hmm. and my husband's like yeah we're buying a house but deep inside, he's like, I don't think we're doing that. We'll <laughs> declare it anyways. Little did he know. Little did he know. Right? He married Sarah. He married a magic woman, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, where things just happened around me. Um, but anyways, we just declared so many things and our enthusiasm for the year. We shouted it up to the stars. Yes. And then we saw little fireworks going off for New Year's as we were doing that. It was just a magical evening. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and I think also God's been leading us in this path yeah. because Allison and I, we believe in prayer, we believe mm-hmm. in God, and everything and mm-hmm. aspects of our life, we always include higher helpers, yep. right? And that's God like manifesting, and we have faith, we have trust that, mm-hmm. okay, we say it's going to happen and we make it happen. Yes, exactly. And we believe that everything that happens happens to serve us because God knows it's in our best interest to learn the lessons from the hardships and to experience the bounty and abundance of the good times so that's true it's all good and it's been magical and now we're in a new season Mm -hmm. right because the last season last five months which i considered the season where so many things was happening and there's a season in that uh in life for that where everything's happening simultaneously yeah it's like it feels like you're going through the eye of the needle. It does. But you just got to keep walking. Yes. And that's what we did. And I remember at one point, Allison, I couldn't find a house on the market. And yeah, and we went to uh, the lake and we sat on the dock by the lake. Yeah. And it was a time where both of us were kind of like, how is this going to happen? Because there was kind of a time crunch at this point. We were like, okay, there's about two weeks. Two weeks two weeks and there needs to be a house at the end of those two weeks and i needed to lock in a rate and you needed to lock in a rate exactly and at the moment the market was crazy there was nothing there there was nothing Nothing available and we sat down and we we first got complete with all of the past all of the past attempts all of the fears we said everything we needed to say and then i was like okay sarah what do you want by when and you're like and then by the end of the two weeks, I want a house. I was like, let it be so. Okay. That's the intention of the next two weeks. And yeah. then we like drove around all day the next day, I think. Yeah. Um, knocking like, on knocking people's on door. door. <laughs> hey, are you selling your house? <laughs> we got the weirdest looks. But we were out to accomplish something. Yeah. And um, we're going to have to do a podcast to talk about the program that we did together where we did everything in two weeks oh yeah and then we're gonna have to talk about your wedding which yeah. we did in three weeks yeah me and allison it's like <laughs> at two weeks three weeks where everything's upside down and we get it done and yet we get it done it's like people are like that's impossible you're crazy and then we're like watch us exactly <laughs> watch us do this and i think for our friendship allison like that's one thing i really do appreciate about our friendship because we have such a big listening mm. of each other where you like, okay, Sarah, that's what you want. Okay, it, it shall be. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that's a very, very important aspect of friendship. Mm. Because yes. 
you know, a lot of friendships out there, um, people don't really support and believe in their friend's dream. Yeah. And for me, you believing in me and me believing in you and just supporting each other, it's like firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, we, it's like we hype each other up. So much. So much. But we also are so action-oriented. That's true. Like, we don't listen to excuses. We don't listen to that negative thought that's like, oh, what if we can't do it? We're just like, okay, how? How yeah. do we do it? Exactly. You know? And that's such a valuable thing in life. And to have a friend is just, oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. That shares that same mindset. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I, I, I think um, more friendship would last longer mm -hmm. if friends believe in each other. Yeah, absolutely. That much. And sometimes when people bring up their dreams, it can be um, a little confronting because maybe you have the same dream mm. where you're like, oh, I always wanted that, but I've never been brave enough to go get it. And then you mm -hmm. start, you know, and people may, may feel the need to give them all the reasons they can't do it. But the thing is, if your friend is winning, you are winning. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we could talk about the um, that principle that the five people that you surround yourself with is... Yeah. You're the sum of the five people you surround mm -hmm. yourself with. Yeah, so if you support your friend and they start winning and going up, then they're just going to take you up with them. So. Exactly, exactly. Make sure it goes both ways. That's yeah. what I always tell people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's magical. So it's been a wonderful year. And so we're actually not done yet with everything that we've been doing in the last five months because in Feminine Agenda, believe it or not, we've been working on Feminine Agenda the entire time <laughs> throughout all of this as well. Uh, what have we been doing? Well, you should follow us on TikTok. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> follow the Feminine Agenda on TikTok. Trust me, you are going to want to follow this. Um, I also want to say that we have been working on a course. So why don't you tell our listeners what this course is about, Sarah? So this course is really for women who want like healthy relationships so that they're able to attract the partner of their dreams without changing themselves, mm -hmm. without compromising themselves. Mm. Because there's something so beautiful about each and every woman that I know, something very unique. And it's a sad thing to see a woman go in a relationship and begin changing herself to please someone else. Totally, just compromising on her values. Exactly. Yeah. So this course is really about like being able to attract the right partner for you without changing yourself and also learning to reopen your heart and trust again good and know that good relationships are out there yeah because there's a lot of time people have been hurt in relationships and they're like yeah it's not it's not gonna happen for me or it's too good to be true mm -hmm. but that's just the trauma talking yeah so in this course we're very committed that women uh, essentially just get rid of those trauma yeah. In a way that they feel confident going back out there. Yeah. And the, date again. They heal that that those wounds from the past that are telling them they can't do it. And then they're just free. Exactly. To, to make good decisions for themselves and find the man that's most attractive to them. And that man would be attracted to, the, to her as well. Yeah. All while using their feminine essence mm -hmm. in a healthy, positive, genuine way. And yeah. It's just natural. It's just, just having fun with it. Yeah. So that's... Uh, those are the exciting things that we have been up to. And I think you made such a great point when you were describing the course, Sarah, that compromise is compromising sexy. Is, is selling out on what you want sexy, Sarah, mm -hmm. would you say? I would say no. 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 
it's not. Anytime you someone compromise themselves, it's like selling an item, but with, but basically it's essentially lying. It's like selling an item. You're saying the item worked this way, but really, it's not. It's not. Yes. It's like defective. Yeah. Right. And in relationships, when one compromises oneself, one's values. Now, first, before we go into that, like, let's talk about a value. Yeah. So, so values is what's important to us, mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. It's what's important to us at the unconscious level. Yeah. Right? So we values, because they're so important to us, if we end up compromising ourselves about yeah. what's important to us, then at the end of the day... The person may feel like there's an emptiness or loss inside. Exactly, because values are also the source of all of our motivation. That's right. So when you compromise on your values, you're essentially demotivating yourself. Exactly. Yeah. So essentially, someone trying to change themselves for someone else, they're losing their motivation about their self-expression, yeah. what matters to them, mm-hmm. and what's important, right? And that always put the person at a loss. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of time in society, people will say, oh my God, you should be open to everything and anything or what's wrong with you. That's compromising your self-respect. That's compromising your values. And at the end of the day, values, when you compromise them, they will catch up with you in the future. Now, catch up with you in the future. What do you mean by that, Sarah? So, very great question. Now, I'll give you an example. When I was in my past relationship Mm -hmm. with this man, and I was young, you know, sometimes when you're young, you're naive. I will admit I had my naive days. Oh, don't we all? <laughs> we all. We all do. <laughs> right? And this man had cheated on me. And he gave me an excuse. Oh, we were just early on in the relationship. I didn't think it was going to go forward. That's why I did it. Blah, blah, blah. But for me, one of my highest values in relationship is loyalty. Mm. And I compromise my values of loyalty and made an excuse for him at that moment and be like, oh, okay, fine. Just this one time, no more. So I compromise my values. Now, fast forward a couple years later, it caught up with me in the future. He did it again. So values are things that you should never compromise on if they're important to you. So Allison, I'm pretty sure you have like similar situation yeah you know absolutely i was in a relationship and it's you know um it's so thank you so much for sharing that because i know that a lot of women have experienced that before you know a lot of women have been cheated on in a relationship and taken a man back maybe against their better judgment or maybe just because like you said they they were a little naive about it um when it was actually something that was very sacred to them very important to them as a value yeah now for me in my case um it was a past relationship and it had happened in other relationships too where I found myself taking on everything, every duty, every planning, every responsibility, right? Like it was like I had 10 hands and I was juggling everything um, and I did not feel supported. I felt exhausted and I felt like, you know, anytime I did ask for help, He would come up with excuses, say how tired or busy, even though he wasn't, right? Like all of these things. And I would buy that. I would compromise. I'd be like, oh yeah, well, you know, I'm supposed to love him and supposed to take care of him. So I should not complain. And when what's really going on is I'm just 
feeling this boiling resentment build up over time because I'm compromising on my value. And as you said, values always come back. If you compromise on them, it'll come back and bite you in the future. Yeah. And, and that's what happened. And you value being supported. Yeah. I and value not being supported. That. Yeah. I mean, who wants to do everything in a relationship? That's like being in a relationship with yourself. <laughs> you might as well be alone. I know. At that point. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So these are the ways that, that this looks in the world when one values, uh, when compromises one's values. Yeah. And I think the most important thing for our listeners to know is that compromising your values, you're going to be at a loss in the future. Really get that statement. Like it may seem like right now in the moment, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Or I don't want to deal with it. It's too inconvenient. It's going to make me uncomfortable facing or, this on. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Like I should calm down. No. No. If it's there, there's a reason that yeah. you feel it. Your no. emotional intelligence is triggering that for a reason. Exactly. And it's because it's important to you yes. at some level. There are very constructive ways to express yourself. Yeah. And one of the number one ways, Allison, this is the number one tip I have for people to mm-hmm. know if they're compromising their values. Mm-hmm. Yes, because that's that's something we should highlight. Because sometimes people don't know they're compromising a value. So Sarah, how do you know if, if you're compromising on your values? So the number one way someone's going to know that they're compromising on their values, Allison, is the moment you start noticing you're blaming the other person for the outcome. Mm-hmm. When you notice you're blaming the other person for the outcome, it's a sure way to know you've been compromised. Yes. Not by the other person, but by yourself. And that may be hard for some people to hear because blaming others... Is, yeah. um, it's the it, default way that people usually go through yeah, exactly. when things are not working. And I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember when you were going through that relationship, Allison. Mm-hmm. You used to tell me, Sarah, he's not helping me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm exhausted. I'm like so overworked. I feel like a horse. Like Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. And that was a, um, a signal that you were compromising yourself. Mm-hmm. But the default ways was to look at him. But when you realize, wait a second, I didn't put any boundaries here. Mm-mm, I did I, not. Right? Mm-hmm. I didn't tell him I was going to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner every night. Yep. I didn't tell him that. So the expectation kind of fell on to your lap. Mm-hmm. And you felt somewhat obligated mm-hmm. to, to do everything. this yes. person. Right? Because when I did not do it, it caused an upset. Yeah. And that's because, you know... I you, didn't set the boundaries. You didn't set the boundaries. Yeah. And usually when people don't set the boundaries, they go into blaming. That's right. You're right. Yeah. And that's how it went in my relationship in that circumstance. And for you, dealing with the cheating, I'm sure that you had some underlying um, emotions or thoughts about him that kept going underneath everything while you were in this relationship with him. What was that like for you? Well... For me, it was the way I would blame him mm-hmm. was that I would just call him names. He's a pig. How could he have done this to me? I've been so good to him. Mm-hmm. But the more I stayed on that mindset, the more I was compromising myself. Mm-hmm. Because anything he would come back and tell me, I would believe it. Mm. He would try to suit it because he knew I was compromising myself. Mm-hmm. He assisted you in compromising exactly. yourself. <laughs> exactly. How, how uh, helpful of him. Yeah. And it's a mistake that many women make. 
like thinking, oh my God, I'm going to compromise myself and please another person mm -hmm. or not having to deal with it or I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll be good. I'll, I'll just let it slide. Yeah. It'll smooth over. It'll work itself out. No, it won't. Yeah. Unless someone acts upon it or says something, it's not going to change. Exactly. And usually if you're a woman and you notice that you do that, know that at the core le level, there might be some hidden manipulation happening. Now, what Sarah means by the hidden manipulation is when you do something for someone else, while secretly expecting to receive something in return, then that's not really giving something. Yeah. That's called manipulation. Yeah, and that's called giving resentment. It's literally, exactly. <laughs> you're not giving what, you, what they think you're giving, you're giving them resentment. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like fodder for a cannon. Yeah, so, so that's the common mistake that people make thinking like the more I give the more I compromise on my values the more I'll get love or yeah. some other thing that you're seeking but the truth is you're taking away from yourself and adding to your own resentment exactly and the problem with that is that you're compromising yourself by not being genuine mm -hmm. by not being authentic by not being real and the other person is eventually is going to feel that Mm -hmm. it, it, it leaks out it's almost like a bag a ziploc bag full of water with like little holes pricked in it yes every time you compromise on a value is another stab in the bag yeah and it's just gonna leak out exactly you and might it notice a bigger mess exactly you might notice yourself lashing out at this person you might notice yourself like you know getting upset for no reason yeah but this is why definitely and now the solution to stop the solution to all of this is to start putting yourself at the source by asking yourself, where did I participate mm -hmm. in this outcome? Where yeah. did I contribute to create this condition or this event or not speaking up? Yeah. Because usually when people don't don't look to where, okay, where did I contribute to th with this? Where, wh what part did I play? Because it usually takes two to tango. It always takes two to tango. Right? So Allison, how did you contribute in your last relationship to being overworked and mm -hmm. underpaid? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a full-time job. Um, so, you know, it, it, honestly, I think it was there from the beginning. It was just like this need to please. Mm. And I thought that um, the more I did, the more safety, love I would get. But it really just turned into me being exhausted all the time and overworked, constantly stressed, constantly managing things and then him blaming me when I didn't manage things enough because I let things slip because there were too many things and it, I contributed to it in a variety of ways. So the first is I never set any expectation for what he could expect me to do and to not do. Yeah. I didn't say I will do this and I won't do this and if I'm dealing with something that at work or if I'm held up I will not be cooking dinner let's say like stuff like that just making it super clear what you can expect and not expect because yeah. when people make assumptions that's when yeah. assumptions are the root of yeah. all of miscommunication that I would agree with because that's something I had to learn through my hardships and thank you god I do have an amazing relationship mm -hmm. with my husband and to tell you the truth I address everything with my husband. You don't let anything slip by. I do not. If something I've witnessed it bugs me, bothers me, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, honey, I need you to hear me. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I just want you to hear me plainly. I'm gonna speak as a woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna speak like a man and pretend like I don't have emotion. Mm -hmm. No, it's <laughs> so important to just you just have like... to hear me. Yeah, and I, I I will give him the choice. You can respond now or you can respond later. Yeah, and. Honestly, that's me being at the source of it. And you can hear... Of your marriage. Um, of yeah. my marriage. And you can hear in that situation that you were with the ex. I never spoke up. You never spoke I, up. I got so upset and I felt so um, devalued mm -hmm. as a, and degraded even as a human being. And I said nothing. Yeah. And the impact was very vast. It was a really big thing. Yeah. Now, that was my experience. Now, Sarah, how about you? How were you at the source of this problem with that ex? You know, this is a very great question you asked, Allison. Because people would think, I really want to address this because I'm sure people are like, how is she at the source of this asshole cheating on her? How dare Allison say that? Well, you know, it's really crazy what we can allow when we're not aware of it. That's true. So tell us, how are you at the source of this? Yeah, kind of, just like you said, the word aware. Mm. What I was not aware of was that I was making excuses for this man. This was a grown man. Mm. And I was making excuses for him. How? What kind of excuses? Like, oh no, he's not like that. Oh, he's just staying out an extra 10 yeah, hours. Yeah, he's just staying out an extra night. He's coming home at once. Oh no, he's not like that. If people would be like, Sarah, is this normal? Oh no, don't pass judgment. I would make excuses for him. Mm. right when thing didn't lined up and my gut was saying something's off how i contributed to that was making excuses mm -hmm. not for me but for him mm -hmm. so i pacified the situation mm. to the point this person probably thought i was a fool <laughs> well he he certainly got away with quite a bit he did right yeah but by realizing that wait a second i have to stop making excuses for men i date this is who he is, point blank, whether I like it or not. Now, Sarah, you have a choice. Yeah. Are you okay with that or not? But this is black and white as they come. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's selling myself the hard, honest truth. It's so important. I love it. Totally. It's, it's really important to be able to tell yourself the hard, honest truth. Yeah. Look, dude's out till 1 a.m. He's... This is questionable. This is questionable. Right? Exactly. You know. Right. In my case, dude's sitting there playing video games literally every day of the week. <laughs> this is questionable. And you're underpaid. And I'm underpaid as this housemaid. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I want to raise or like, you know. <laughs> But it's so great because now we're seeing how we've contributed yeah. to all of this. And now we can't even it's laugh almost, about it. It's almost a relief when you realize how you've contributed to your own problems. <laughs> because then you realize, oh, I can fix my own problems. Exactly. And we both did. That's and we how can we're learn from it. such healthy relationships now. Yeah. So, Allison, the way to do that is in relationship or anyone you're with is to create a win-win situation. Mm. A win-win situation that creates a condition where people can actually talk, express themselves, negotiate, mm -hmm. and see if it'll work or not. That way, if it doesn't work, just walk away. If the values are not aligned, it's okay to walk away. 
It's important to walk away. Yes. It's vital to walk away if the values are not there because, again, values are the source of motivation. If you're motivated by completely different things than your partner, then you're going to have conflict. I hate to say it, but yeah, you're going to wind up with serious conflict. And the relationship may drift apart over time. Yeah, because you have no... Uh, the, the connection of the core values, if it's not present... Yeah. That's what can happen. But if it is present... That's right. And if you do what you are saying, creating the win-win situation, then everything becomes very easy. Exactly. And I think also the tendency for some women, uh, sometime, and I've made that mistake myself too, but um, I've made that mistake myself too, is sometimes we like someone so much and we forget our values. And we make excuses for them. Exactly. Now, I have an example of that. Myself in a relationship, I liked him so much and I made so many excuses for him why he wasn't really focused on the things that I was focused on. Like I was focused on building a relationship, you know, thinking about the future, planning the future, you know, just going into a serious relationship while he was very much not there. Living day to day. He was living day to day, did not know where he would go next. Now, the core values... He was valuing, like, discovering himself. I already knew what I wanted and where I wanted to go. It wasn't a match. Yeah. So as a result, forcing a relationship like this will cause a discord, mm-hmm. right? Like something's missing. So in those situations, I tell the person, if you're not invested yet, and even if you are, because eventually that leads to the drifting apart, mm-hmm. um, it's, to, it's to call it off Yeah. while you're ahead. Yeah. Right? Because values, whether that is like health, are our values aligned with health? Are our values aligned with communication? Are our values aligned about the future? Mm -hmm. Because you have to know what you will not compromise on. Are our values aligned with relationships? With relationships. Or is he going to bring up a threesome? And you're going to be like, what the fuck? Or sex life aligned or not? Is his sex life aligned? Yeah. It's an important question. Exactly. If you're not into that, you want to discuss those Values. And you want to do it up front. You don't want to wait till year in. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Because the year in, how much harder is it to admit to yourself, oh my god, our values are totally misaligned? Versus, we should do a whole podcast on questions to ask on the first date. Yes. To like see what their values are. But anyway, so creating the win-win situation. Now, you may think, oh, how on earth do you create a win-win situation when there's conflict? Well, let's use our own examples. So Sarah, how you could have created a win-win situation in your relationship to solve this values difference, what would that have looked like? Knowing what I know now. Yes, knowing what you know now, obviously. Knowing what I know now. Because yeah. you know when you're in your 20s, uh, you're still figuring out yourself, trying to figure out the dating thing. And you did not have a, a coach helping you through it at the time. I did not have anyone helping me through those times. So I made all the mistakes in the book. Mm-hmm. right? But knowing what I know now, the first time it happened, I should have walked away. There you go. Because if someone is going to do something like that, most likely they've done it before. And I didn't yeah. find out if they did it before. And they have. Yep. They have had done it before. So the moment he did it to me, I should have walked away. And you may be thinking, how is that a win-win situation? But you have to think about it because he knew what he did wrong. Yeah. And he knew he was continuing to 
harm Sarah mm-hmm. because he did not stop the behavior, did he? He did not. He did not. He continued it. So the internal conflict for him was also there. So exactly. he was not actually winning by the relationship continuing, yeah. and neither were you. The relationship made him feel worse about himself the more he stayed in. And therefore, the win-win situation would have been for you to walk away. Yeah, do right by me, by him, so that he would stop making a fool of himself. Yeah, maybe he would have learned his lesson right then. Exactly. Exactly. Right. But you know what? I wish him well. I found the love of my life, my husband. Good which for I'm you. absolutely in love with. And I'm so blessed to have him. So God is good because, you know, you go through a situation like I went through and then you come out of it on the other hand, right? So and wise. It's, it's like, oh yeah. my God, this too shall pass. And it passed. <laughs> it was like the worst thing that could have happened to you at that time, right? Yeah, the humiliation, yeah. the pain, the hurt of that. Right? I had to do the work. Like, I'm going to be honest. It didn't go away overnight. I had to work with a coach. I had to work with someone, get over this, and to get myself on the other side and learn from the situation and really, you know, being much more stronger to go out there and pick the men of my dreams. And you did. And I the did. The result of that action, the, like, direct result of that action yeah. was that. Yeah. Totally. And you know, Allison, one thing I want to mention is about healing. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, after that relationship, if I didn't take the time to heal myself, I would have probably gone and made the same mistake. Absolutely. And in my case too, you know, the solution in my case also would have been to walk away. Because after several weeks of this behavior, it was very clear it was never going to change. And to just be able to admit that to myself and admit we were at different places in our lives, had very different priorities, it would have saved me a lot of pain. Yeah. And him as well. Now, I have a question for you, Allison. Why do you think women are scared to walk away when a relationship is not working? Because there's, this is a very multifaceted question. Because you have on one hand, if they have slept with him already. That's true. And then on the other hand, if they have not. That's true. So if you have slept with someone already, the difficulty level of leaving that relationship increases 10 or 100 fold. Yeah. You know, I mean, pardon the vulgarity, but what is it that you tell me all the time? Big dick make you go crazy? (laughs) Big dick make you go dumb. (laughs) It's true. Okay. So this is why we have... The episode about the cookie. You don't give him the cookie because if you give him the cookie, it make you do- go dumb. You may. You may go dumb. You may. <laughs> it, it makes it a lot. So honestly, one of the reasons women have such a hard time leaving the relationship is that there's a physical connection. The, the hormones that your body releases when you are intimate with somebody, they create this like neurological drive and bond with this person because your brain wants to propagate the species. Mm. and it's like even hormonally difficult to physically leave them so that's on a physical level now on the other hand there's also this mental fear of abandonment that i think a lot of women share it's like if if he leaves me what does it mean about me and will i ever find anyone even half as good as him because when you're in the middle of it you can't really see it for what it is yeah and you can't even really see what you're missing because it's so right there in your face you can't see around it you can't see any of it 
you know? And I think that makes it really hard for women to leave because they can't assure themselves that, no, like, I deserve what I value and I deserve to be treated well. And I know I have the confidence that I will find that. And I think that that is a huge important thing about healing because when you have not healed those parts of yourself that have that, that need and that fear of abandonment, then it makes it much harder to make healthy, wise decisions about relationships and to be able to identify those values clearly and to be like, oh shoot, you know, he's wonderful and cute and tall and stuff, but like he doesn't actually care about me or my values. So maybe I shouldn't go along with it. Yeah. So this is very important. Yeah, definitely. And here's the other thing, Allison. Um, That's why, you know, in our coaching practices, we encourage women before you date to identify those values that are important to you in relationships. Yep, write it all down on a big list. What exactly. do you value? And we do a whole process with our clients mm-hmm. to be so solid in those values so that they can have an idea and attract the right mate for them. It's almost like they don't really have to do much work. They really don't. Because the values are so straight and they're just so congruent with those values and they just say them and then that person shows up. Exactly. Exactly. You can call it the law of attraction, but we call it aligning your values. Yep. Aligning your values and becoming healed inside. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's good because we talked about um, women speaking up, Allison. And I think on a worldly level, it's time for women to actually learn to speak up their needs. Yes. And doing so without getting mad, without shaming. Right. But really knowing what's important to them and really speaking up. Genealogically, women have not had opportunities like we do now. Admittedly, for so many reasons. We could not own property. We could not vote. We could not stand in a room full of men in suits we could not be in congress there's a there's a long list of things we could not do in the past and that has a genealogical impact i'm just gonna say it it does now we're in a new era now and where we do have the ability to speak up now oftentimes it comes across as very angry very upset and rightly so because women have been through so much stuff but here's the thing effective communication does not involve anger Effective communication involves making sure that both parties get heard and making sure that you're saying what's actually important to you. Because what's important to you is not the anger. What's important to you is the the values that are driving you to fight for for yourself. That's what's really important to you. And what you're pointing also to here, Allison, is the genealogical pain and hurt, genealogical wounds that women have not healed. The Mm -hmm. time has changed. Time has changed, has it not? Yeah, it the has. world is calling women to become effective communicators. Exactly, exactly. Back in the days, women would just do everything their husband would tell them, be submissive, and they would just go along with it. But now, women don't have to be those ways anymore in relationship. Mm-hmm. What's required now is to speak up, and to speak up in a way that allows them to become effective communicators, Right? Because by becoming effective communicators, women will be able to preserve mm-hmm. their relationships. Mm-hmm. That's why nowadays relationship are so, relationships are so hard. Because women are yeah. having issues communicating their needs. Yeah. 
in a way that they get their desires fulfilled. No, I'm laughing because this morning you were on the phone with me and you were like, Allison, as much as I don't want to admit it, you have to keep telling your man what you want. <laughs> you were like, Allison, I swear I told you every single day, take out the trash, take out the trash. And every day he's like surprised. Like he doesn't do it unless I remind him. Yeah. And you were like, you know, you'd think after years he would remember, but no. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but but part of you being an effective communicator is like you say what you want, which is I want you to take out the trash. Yeah. Yeah. And you're not just sitting there standing next to the trash, tapping your foot, glaring at him. No, that's not effective communication. That's resentment. Exactly. Right. And the other thing, the other component that you mentioned, which is important, is you pick your battles. Yep. <laughs> because battling about the trash. Do you want to battle about the trash or have sex later? Which one? <laughs> Do you want to battle about the trash or have a cuddly movie night dates? Which one? The truth is, you can't have both. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so choose your battles. Um, so yes, it's very important that um, the world is moving to a point. And that's what the feminine agenda is really here for, is the world is calling women to be. Yeah. Uh, communicate effectively. The vision for the feminine agenda that I see for the world is that women are and their power. Not yeah. in the sense of the masculine power, do as I say type of thing. Yeah, like I'm gonna punch you. Rah. Yeah. Like but I'll, I'll show you exactly. or I'll subjugate you because you subjugated me. No, that would be more of the same. Exactly. But we are women. We are women and we, our vision is to bring up women in this new era this new era where women have freedom but using the freedom in such a way that demonstrate they're free yeah <laughs> because I'm, you can be free yeah. and then you're thinking you're being suppressed by men still but the reality is you're free mm. act like a free woman yeah woman in your power when you're free are you being suppressed by anyone no no you're just free no. and that's the truth and that's possible and we have seen it in ourselves and also in our clients yeah all over the place so. and as you mentioned healing those gene genealogical wounds are gonna be key because believe it or not we learned a lot of this pattern from grandma mother yeah you know Absolutely. Um, aunties so w this new generation we to elevate women we have to learn to communicate better absolutely right so to conclude today's podcast, what I want to leave you guys with today is to stay true to what's important to you. Yeah, stay true even, to your values. I would, I would even suggest, Sarah, that find out what you value. That's Do you know true. what you value? Because if you don't even, if you've never thought about this, like this could be mind blowing for you. Yeah. Like, oh my God, what do I value? What, and what have I been saying I value when I'm dating? Because that might be a great explanation for the results that you're getting in dating now or in your relationship now. Is like, so spend that time, get in touch with your own values, write down like, what was it I value in life? Write it down. And then what is it I value in relationships? Write that down. Yeah. And then see if those are things that you talk about regularly with your yeah. partner. And believe it or not, some people value drama in relationships. I hate to admit it. Yeah. We've seen it many We've times. And they play it out. Yes, they do. But the people who value commitment, they play commitment full ass. Yes. Right? Yes. 
Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you today for listening. And Allison and I were just so pumped up for what's coming with the new product, the podcast. Our new course that is coming out. We are so excited about it. There's going to be a lot of activity on social media coming, um, more podcasts coming your way. We're going to uh, provide more information about what's in the course, but the best place to go for now, definitely podcast. Like I said, you're going to want to follow us on TikTok. That's right. Allison's TikTok famous, and she's getting me TikTok famous on the way up with her. You're coming with me, baby girl. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, but the feminine agenda, I just, I'm so excited because the videos that we've made so far are so amazing and funny. funny. They're so funny. Oh my God. Oh my God. I had no idea we could be funny. One day but... I was sad. I was just having a moment. It's hurting my period, you know? And I was like, I'm going to watch the videos. I watched all of them and I was laughing. Oh my God. <laughs> so... Uh, needless to say we're excited about that um and that is a great place to get future updates on the course that we are launching come black friday we're gonna have an amazing black friday sale an amazing cyber monday sale so tune in we love you guys stay wild stay wild you feminine magnetic magnetic feminine babes (laughs) we need to work feminine wild feminine babe feminine wild feminine magnetic feminine babes (laughs) feminine agenda.